And I think it's going to be a long, long time till touchdown brings me around again to find I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. Rocket man burning out his fuse up here alone. Today on... Now that's content. Yeah. All right. But now Welcome wait. Everybody. Now was that was that the Stewie version, no, or the William Shatner that was version? The Shatner that was yeah, Shatner. Okay. Yeah. That was Shatner. Yeah. We're going deep sure. cut, baby. I, I actually almost pondered. Uh, I almost pondered getting a real cigarette, but I realized <laughs> that probably wouldn't work on YouTube these days. No. But have you? No. If you watch that cut, he is puffing on that thing oh, yeah. hard. Yeah. Like well, hard. Know, when you're too busy shoving candy up your nose, you got to keep yourself busy somewhere. That's true. That's true. That's the 70s. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome in to another Press Hi, Speed Cancel Nick. podcast. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome in. We are talking about No Man's Sky today. Uh, the reason why, we uh, it has had a, a very large update and has been released to Switch today. Therefore, it is apropos. I am not alone today, though. Thank you. I'm not alone today, though. I am joined by three amazing people. Two amazing people and Chard. And me. <laughs> Shots fired. Wow. Chard, how are you today? Go Mariners. Next. <laughs> I am also joined by Werewolf. Well, Werewolf, how are you today? Wildly unprepared for the day, but let's do it. All right. All right. Go Mariners. And Jake, <laughs> Jake how are you today? I'm doing great. Go basketball. Go basketball. And yeah. GP is currently investigating Picard shooting first. He was last seen leaving Mos Eisley Spaceport in a Firefly-class transport vessel headed in the direction of Deep Space Nine. We'll figure it out. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right, everybody. After we did that, we just lost all of our viewership. It's been a great podcast. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Who needs and, you? Uh, Collected yeah. screams of the nerds. I, I think I'm going to go watch uh, the new Hellraiser movie. So, so oh, okay. <laughs> it's the season. Yeah. We're going to watch yeah. Mariner's highlights now for the next hour. There you go. <laughs> no, we are talking No Man's Sky. What kind of game is No Man's Sky? Well, I think uh, in my research, uh, the creator decided he wanted to have kind of five pillars. I'm going to try to pull these out of my brain space exploration, trading, uh, Battle or C C or sorry, uh, starship battle combat. I don't remember all of them, but he he basically. Oh, and then and then a building game or sandbox game. Did he also um, include violent illness when played in VR? Because I'll tell you what, he <laughs> nailed that right on the head. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, I have it's not really had experience. Oh, go ahead. It's it's honestly No Man's Sky. When it when somebody asked me what it is, it's just an open space sandbox for good chill vibes that's what the game is to me there's other stuff in there but that's originally from release it's just a chill sandbox game to mess around with and that's that's my take on it and to piggyback right. on the chill aspect of the game sorry i mean to poke my mic there um when you do wear the vr headset and you can <laughs> serious no this is serious 
there were times where I would just put the headset on and just stare off literally into space mm. because yeah. the surroundings are absolutely stellar. Even in VR mode, it's like you want to you want to touch all the things around you. It's it's really cool. And I just sat in my chair and my wife came home. She goes, "What are you doing?" I'm on vibing. Leave me alone. <laughs> you don't even have to do just, like you literally just sit there just, for like 15 minutes just taking it in. He is drooling. He's got the he's got the William Shatner cigarette. He's just going mad on that. Fucking and just, cracker crumbs all over my shirt. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. wearing a sweater with no reason in the middle of summer. When you're drooling in VR, really, there's only two solutions: either it's No Man's Sky or it's Pornhub in VR. There's really only the two. So, all right, chart. I want to talk about this VR thing really quickly because uh, I'll, I'll make it I brief. Have not, I have not pulled up my VR headset for No Man's Sky. I've only played No Man's Sky for what a week and a half now. Right. Um, but I did try out Elite Dangerous, which has a lot of similarities in the space flight portion. And when I put the headset on, I actually understood the scale of the cockpit and the ship. Is is that a feeling? Is is that similar? Do you get that I, similarity? I think so. And I the one of the coolest things that I thought was a was a really neat aspect of the VR mode of playing this in in that state is when you get in the the cockpit you actually slide like if you're if you have mm. the bubble mm. cockpit which i you most of us do when they start i don't uh-huh. know i know the ship's randomized you can actually slide the cockpit window closed and then your accelerating throttle is here and you take your controller and you turn it sideways and you press the button and you can adjust your speed like that and then you have the control stick on the other and it's a control stick oh, you, for all you creeps you, out there. Back off there. <laughs> but you can, when I'm flying, and it's funny because, again, my wife goes in and I, I hope that's No Man's Sky and not Pornhub. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, YouTube. But, you know, you're actually, you're actually, you know, adjusting your pitch and your roll and all that stuff with the one handset. Well, this one, you push back and forth to adjust your, your throttle and stuff. It's really really i don't want to say intuitive because i think that's too much but i i think it's very detailed is what i meant to say it's, it's a, like a very detailed flight center you don't just hop in and and you press a button and you go flying you actually mm-hmm. control like a lot of the instruments uh, when you're playing i'll the, say it uh, is intuitive uh when i first tried it it was very natural right like when you play elite dangerous in vr uh sinistar the best way yeah. to play that is with an actual ho toss you know the actual yeah, controllers yeah. in front um, of you not, you probably not yes, visible you have on one. camera but yeah. it's up there yeah. Yeah. Well, then that's, and they don't, they didn't want to have that forced on No Man's Sky. So actually having virtual VR controls that actually you reach out, you grab it, and you hold on to the things and mm. control it. It actually does feel fairly natural. Um, it works surprisingly well for what it is. I did not expect to want to play it that way, but I found myself loving the controls in VR and No Man's Sky. I'll tell I you what, I could still run it in VR because they've upgraded the game since then. And my computer cannot handle in VR anymore, unfortunately. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know I pop a couple Dremamine and I'm shooting around space because <laughs> I I get so physically <laughs> ill flying around. And that it's even worse on the planets, but we'll we'll cover that later. Uh, Jake, you actually bring up something interesting because today's update actually included um, what is it FSF whatever the the Fidelity Super whatever where they actually it does an upscaling. Basically, it makes it easier on video cards, but yeah. makes it better on the display. And maybe that'll help with your um, ability to play in VR with the new patches. Yeah, I want to try it. I did play the game for about 20 minutes today with the new update dropping this morning just to see. And it mm-hmm. it does seem fairly better on the frames. Um, I used to have to play on standard 
settings for everything for graphics, but I was able to get most things at extreme or, or close to it. So I'll see how that goes. I might get some frame drops, but it does that does look like a major difference in terms of frame rate, which is fantastic because this is one of those few games where I love the look of the graphics on full graphics in detail, and I, I hate to dumb it down because I know how beautiful some of those planets can be. So Absolutely. it's great if I can take advantage of that in the frames at the same time. I, I When I first fired this up, you know, you got the loading screen, right? That takes a long time for everything to load. And I was mad. I was really upset because there's a lot of stuttering in the loading yeah. screen. Because I didn't think of it as a loading mm. string. I just thought we were just zipping. Like, you I thought it was star, like a cutscene. Yeah, the stars are coming out. Yeah. And it would, uh -huh. like, stutter. Well, I'm like, come on. I have a decent video card. Maybe it's my processor. I don't know. And then it turns out it's just a loading screen. And it's just a game loading. Because then when you get in there, everything's smooth. And it feels a lot better. So I was like. Yeah. I was I was like this is this is horse manure, and then it turned out to not be. Listen, I'm trying here. Yeah. I may have said Pornhub, but I'll tell you what, I'm trying not to curse. Um, Pornhub isn't a, isn't a curse word. It's not. It's a location. <laughs> no. It's a noun. It's, it's um, a favorite pastime of America. It's fine. Don't worry. It's much like your Mariners playing basketball. It's the same thing. Go Mariners. Oh boy. Go Pornhub. Um, <laughs> go Canadian Pornhubs. Uh, yeah. Don't spit out the water. <laughs> Anyways, Sorry, yeah, I didn't realize it was a loading screen. I thought I was like really involved mm. in like in flying through, and then it would start to stutter. I'm like, this game's broken, and then it's not. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a really good game. Yeah, it really so, only stutters in a few places, and like right. one is the loading, and the other one is when you're transitioning from the surface to the space. Sometimes that will yeah, stutter, yeah. but otherwise, when you land on a planet, it's seamless as you explore mm -hmm. that planet. It really is a technical marvel to see this game in action. Like it's it's really quite amazing. Outside the opening, you don't see a loading bar at all. So, Wolf, you uh, coming backwards? You, 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 um, you told a little bit of a story to us because um, I think you tried it out early, didn't you? I did. So I was pretty excited about this game when it came out, um, and I think at the time I ended up picking up this and, uh, oh my gosh, that that RPG that's like Chrono Trigger that came out from some indie company. I can't remember the name of it right now. Oh, uh, I am set. Yeah, that's what it was. So yeah. those came out around the same time. So I got, I am set and no man's sky excited for both. Right. And of course I was like, well, I got to try no man's sky first. So I fired it up. I start playing and, uh, jog my memory here. When you start up, does it show like, is it real time gameplay where you're going down and landing on the planet? When you start um, or yeah, or does it oh start you on the planet? I think that release you though is different. Planet. Yeah, I yeah, thought it, I thought you flew through the galaxy while it's loading and then it finds wherever planet you're starting on and then it zooms in on that planet mm, and okay. then you're you're, so, you're down the there. Current version, you you actually kind of wake up with a ship and you don't know the whole story of why. Yeah, exactly. It's different. Yeah. Okay, right. so I, I think when it came out, you got to see you going down to whatever planet you were starting on. And oh boy, did my computer have trouble with that. <laughs> I was playing on a gaming laptop from 2011 mm. when I did this. Top of the line. So <laughs> yeah, it was it was not great. Um, but I, I struggled through that opening thing to get down to the gameplay. And the game played fine for a while when I was down on the planet exploring. Um, it was not the most exciting, but it was intriguing. So I was into it. 
And then when I finally got fuel for the ship and got off the planet, oh, space was a nightmare for my machine. So <laughs> I ended up having to refund it because yeah. there was no playing that on my machine at the time. Uh, I'd, I, I'd seen the cartridge probably at GameStop for Xbox or one of them. Like when it first came out and I was like, this looks really interesting. Like I'm really interested in it, but it was one of those games that all the reviews absolutely tore me away from doing it. Like it doesn't run well, well it was, like your issue you had. It was a travesty it's, when it was released. It really was. This, well, this game was it, absolutely blasted. Yeah. And part of it was just simply, you know, technical issues here and there, depending on the platform and whatnot. And part of it was because they had said they want to do this and that and the other thing. And then the game released and it didn't have this or that just the other thing. Right. So, right. <laughs> so part of that though, is like the thing with no man's sky is it's not, it's an indie title and that's the key thing to keep in mind. It's an indie title with an incredibly small team and it was incredibly hyped when it was in development. It was at the uh, Keeley's game awards. And then Sony had some money involved with promoting it. And these guys didn't have a proper PR team. It's really just the one guy that uh, Sean, I think his Sean, name is. Sean Murray. Games. Sean Murray. He was pretty much the face of the company in the game. I mean, I think he still does the Twitter account to this day. And all the interviews he did, he was trying to keep that mysterious coy kind of position with the game. And what I read in interviews from 2018, he did one with The Guardian. I think he was expecting the press to kind of like not take everything he said at face value. So when they had him ask him questions about as if about the press rules, would do that, well, he was inexperienced with with dealing with the press, and that's why even to this day they don't do very many interviews with the press. They've only recently, in the right. last couple of days, started doing it because oh. the game is in a much different state. But after they got slammed at release, they stopped talking to the media generally. They went silent on social media for two months. But yeah. now what they do is they won't utter anything about what they're doing until they're ready to release it that week. Right. This yeah. this update this Friday, good example. They they mentioned last week, I think they were coming out. They didn't say what was in it. They just said it's coming. And then when they release it, they give you full amazing patch notes. But they don't right. talk about things they're doing until they're ready. And that's something because of the No Man's Sky launch, a lot of other game companies now look to as an example of how not to do it. Because <laughs> they saw the the ringer they went through, right? Well, I, I know feel that we've oh sorry. I, I know that we talked just saying, about uh, doing always, another Another episode where it's redemption stories, right? Yeah. A little bit of a spoiler for people. Um, but uh, I, I really do feel like I actually had no urge to play this game, honestly, until I started interacting with you, Jake, actually, where you're like, no, it's a great game. It's a great game. And this is back from 2016, right? Yep. I had such a flavor from that game where I was like, and and other games that kind of like, I really wish that cyberpunk had kind of kept their mouth shut and maybe given it another six months, right? Something. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that they were like wrong to do what they did, but there is definitely a learning curve with gamers in particular these days. Sorry, talked, Chard Monk. No, you're say? good. No, you're good. I was going to say go Mariners, but then I was also going to say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the thing about them releasing the stuff like in such a in a quiet way, like I always I don't want to say blindsided because blindsided kind of sounds negative, but I I feel blindsided all the time when they release a new patch because like Jake said they're like hey we have a patch coming out 
like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, they're probably going to do some fixes, hot fixes or whatever. And then it turns into this huge elaborate like, oh, yeah. well, say goodbye to the rest of your weekend because you're going to be doing this all freaking day. Get your yeah, wife right. and kids, uh, get some food in the room and some water. <laughs> stay hydrated. Yeah. And I don't know, bathroom all of a it's nearby. A, it's a four gig download. Yeah. And it is four gigs of content, you know, right? I'm, like, a, I'm a, I'm a yeah. Phasmo guy. So like when they're like, hey, we got an update. It's usually like, yeah. hey, I got a patch that makes it so my arm doesn't go through a door and I lose my flashlight. You know, cool. All right. <laughs> awesome. No, this is Every like, hey, guess what? They're like, here's a new map. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, a couple yeah. weeks later. But these guys, and it's like every three months, it's almost clockwork. You know, mm-hmm. I when I first got it, I was like, well, this is going to take the rest of my life to download because there's so many patch updates from when it first was released. Mm-hmm. And well, man, it's awesome. Like what, when it first is... came out, I was going to say, when it first came out, there was no base building. There's no third person view, right. I recall. None of that stuff. Um, and then nowadays, like it's the game I can't uninstall. Every time I, that new update hits, I go to double check. Well, did I install No Man's Sky last week? <laughs> I did. Well, better download it again <laughs> because I want to play his updates. Because, like Chart said, every three months, one update was underwater exploration sub sub uh, update and basically underwater. Another one was mechs. Another one was some survival horror on derelict spaceships update. Another one completely rehauled combat. Every single update is meaty. Like you guys look at their patch notes, it's insane. Yeah. Even today's update, which is supposed to be just a, a basic ho-hum update. It was not. It was, there was not. a lot of a lot of crap in that update that was really good. It was it was 6.9 <laughs> gigs. My machine yeah. downloaded 6.9 gigs today. But like everything from inventory <laughs> and and settings for new games, you customize the difficulty of everything now. You can make it so that stuff stuff doesn't use resources, some stuff gives more resources. Everything is customizable now in just one patch. Out of nowhere today, they've changed the face of this game yet again and they said this was like a small like basic patch which is just mind-blowing to me like this is the game that i was happy with three years ago after three years ago i said you know what i'm good you know i i I was one of the ones who bought it when it first came out yes i was upset three years later everything that they said was in the game that i was interested in they put in and that includes everything from base building to multiplayer and i'm like you know i'm good but they keep adding more to the game it's nuts yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's, prize in size, like every single yeah. time. Is the game still selling well enough to fund all these patches? Because we're today, I, I if I counted correctly, today's patch marks the twenty second major patch of this game since its release, which is well, a lot. Like FYI, we're not we're not talking just bug fixes. We're talking like big, massive rollout of content, yeah. right? I was gifted this a week and a half ago. And literally I threw it on my wish list and one of my one of my local friends like uh, the next day or whatever was like here you go have fun. And then um yesterday uh brother of sin bought it. Uh we I gifted it to Sinstress today so like right off the bat there's three in my circle. There's three purchases in my circle. So when it first came wow. out they they were looking at releases around the same window, and it was like Far Cry Primal and a few other ones. They were expecting ten thousand uh, purchases on day one. That's what they mm-hmm. expected. They mm-hmm. had five hundred thousand. They had wow. half a million buys in the first week or something ridiculous. So wow. it was that's one of the reasons why they had some technical issues with their servers is they did not expect so many people to be online using their game. They only expected ten thousand. So it was 
wildly popular. And every time they do a major update, because of the way they do their updates, and they are so substantial, and it's that story of a shitty game that people passed on, and then now seeing how it's been modified and updated and changed, and now the reviews are so positive, more and more people jump on that game. And it goes on sale, but even on sale, it's still like 20, 30 bucks. So it's they're, they're still making right bank now. on this game. It's on sale right now for $30. Yeah. yeah, I I think it used to go on sale for under 30 back in the early days when it would go on sale. Right. But ever since it found its footing and there's been like no more hard feelings about the game for most people, I don't think it's gone under 30 since. Yeah. And that's fair. There's a lot in this game. Like the, I've put a couple hundred hours in this game easily and I've seen I haven't seen mechs. I haven't seen half the stuff in this game. There's so much stuff I never got around to. But it's just a game I always come back to and start all over again. And just it just feels so different. As busy as I am, and you guys know I don't get a lot of time to play games, I've had this a week and a half, and I have almost 10 hours in it already. This is how this goes. We talk about it. I watched, like, I wanted it. I I found out about it from Jimbles from Middle Age Stream. I didn't find out about it. I knew about it. But I watched him play because a patch had come out. And I think it was the one where you could ride creatures. Like, that was the new Mm. patch that had been released. Yes. And uh, there was like some, there was, I thought some Star Wars references in there. Speaking of our reference this morning, uh, he's a, he's, he's one of the collective nerds screaming about our opening, but I watched him and I was like, this looks cool. Like, I don't know why everybody was talking so much noise about this. This looks cool. So I said, screw it. I'm just going to go pick it up. And, and then Jake, same thing. Jake was like, you get no man's sky, play no man's sky, do it. Like he was, he was the peddler, <laughs> the yeah. peddler of space to me. And so I jumped in it and, and we, we streamed it. And I was like, this is, this is dumb and fun. I like that. I mean, it's not dumb. It's, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's so simple. I mean, cause you it's just, you, casual. you, it's yeah, ca- you land on a planet and then you're looking for stuff to get your ship off the planet. And you literally do whatever, like within reason, do whatever you want. There's no, I mean, there's missions, there's, but it's a very, like, I've never beaten it because I didn't know there was, like, a mission. I I literally just, I was a sandbox. I'm just going to fly from planet to planet and see if I can put a donut in the middle of this freaking world. That's, I'm going to take my, my, my dig ray out and just shoot straight <laughs> in the middle and see how far I can get, you know? That's, that's, that was, and you could do that. They'd let you do that. There didn't have to be, like. A direction to go and i i appreciated that because at the time i was like i just don't want to think and they're like good because we got the perfect game for you you have to think about nothing it it kind of feels like this game has become a 3d version of what starbound was when it came out and if you're unfamiliar with starbound it's kind of like a a multi-planetary interstellar it's terrarian space it's terrarian space and Uh i mean that's that's like saying Terraria done, is like Minecraft. Obviously, there's a number done, of differences in how the games play, but done poorly. It, seem, <laughs> it, it seems like this is a 3D version of what Starbound was going for, which is wild to me, given what it lacked at release. And I just looked it up. Apparently, as of June, this game has sold 10 million copies. So there are many it, AAA it, titles that have not even got close to 10 million sales. I, right. I was gonna say, so they have no money to continue developing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they're broke. Yeah. They're done. Yeah. Well, yeah. That they're going to put themselves poor, out of business this kind of stuff. That poor development group. Yeah, they're hurting. <laughs> hurting bad. That's, that's that's the Minecraft story, right? That, that sold 10 million copies while it was still in beta, right? Alpha, yeah. I think. Yeah. Alpha, yeah. yeah. You mean well, it's and that's what no, not, 
It, it probably sold a bunch in beta. It sold quite a bit in alpha, though. That's when I bought it was alpha. Yeah. So anyway, tangents. I, I got in. I got in on the fifteen dollar level, which I think was beta. Mm-hmm. I've still never played Minecraft because it still looks like it's an alpha to me. <laughs> so when I we're look just at, making when those nerds at... cry, that's what I'm here to do. <laughs> go Mariners! Go Mariners! Go Mariners! Go Mariners! So this game is like the Bricket. this is like the golden the golden ticket, right? This is this is the ideal indie game, right? What like this is this came out at a time when a lot of indie games were experimenting with procedural generation, right? Everybody yes. saw what Minecraft did because Minecraft bash the graphics all you want but at the end of the day it's a very it's simplified retro game. inspired i get it I, I, sure. and the graphics are, are what bug, bug me about it but that's a whole other episode but it's it's easy to pick up and play and understand it's a building game there's some combat in a game but the procedural generation means that only one guy at the, originally didn't have to worry about level creation it just happened automatically and that's what no man's sky is they built this great toolkit of gameplay and then all the universe is procedurally generated and it's and that's the key for this this is like what I wish Spore was back in the day for those who played Spore. Oh, yeah. Promised, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they promised procedural generation in Spore, but they they pulled it out the last minute. They couldn't do what they wanted to do. But here we have No Man's Sky, which has a quintillion planets, 18, I think is what they quoted. 18 quintillion. 18 quintillion. That all is, the plants, all the animals are all 18, procedurally generated. That is 18 plus 11 zeros. It's insane, yeah. and it's all I've seen I mean, four. there's a lot of similarity, but still, you seen <laughs> four. I've seen like twelve. I've made it yeah. to like four systems. It's crazy. So there was there was a time where I just uh, took the freighter and I spent four or five hours trying to find the perfect planet to build a base on. So I went through maybe fifty systems, looking at every planet to find one I liked. So I've seen. A large amount of planets, and there are similarities, but the more recent patches to the game have really increased the variety, right? Like, I mean, I, I still get floored with something new. Like, just this morning, I found a planet with purple volcanoes. It was just, it was all dark and fluorescent lava coming out of the volcanoes. I, need you, so cool. me a, I need you to send yeah. me a screenshot. I want send, to see me, send me a screenshot. Yeah. But it's it's wild how everything looks different. I still get a, I still get a laugh whenever I'm, I'm on a planet, I'm harvesting, and I'm shooting this rock to get, you know, whatever iron dust out of it. And it jumps out of the ground on insect legs and skitters off. I've seen that a couple times, right? So I've it's never actually, seen it's actually that. so like there's always something surprising in this game. Or like the, yeah. the the one planet I think I told one of you guys, it was all grayscale, like all yeah, black yeah, yeah. and white. Uh-huh. But then there's these red bubbles. And you could mine the mm-hmm. bubbles. I think it was carbon for the bubbles, but it was just so random and so strange. But the, the deeper you go into the game, the farther you go into the universe, the closer to the center of the galaxy, the weirder the planets get. Like the generating mm-hmm. of planets is just never ending and it's so cool i like the environmental threat thing i thought that was really funny well not funny but it's cool but when we first started <laughs> playing it and i got the warning you know get go hide somewhere uh-huh. things you're are gonna get real get, you're about to get i think jake, jake was watching me and i was like all right so he's like dig into the ground dig into the ground so i dug into the ground <laughs> and and i'm sitting there in my little hidey hole and it says like you know it says the temperature on the bottom there right where it, it says it says negative 69.869 dude but uh go mariners <laughs> um so i'm looking at it and it says uh it says 86 degrees fahrenheit and i was like bruh <laughs> really that's that's the weather and I'm like, screw this. So I walk out. I'm like, it's 86. 200 something degrees. Oh, oh, okay. It's 86 in the hole. <laughs> Get back down in there. And I, I like that. I like the, 
the panic that sets in when you're like, oh no, there's a weather system coming through. I need to get myself somewhere safe, either in my ship. Like Sinistar was telling us he was like hiding in his ship and he'd start to mine around it because he didn't know you can hide in the ground. So he'd be mining like around his ship because he couldn't fly it. He didn't have the materials to fly it. And he'd go and sit in his ship while it was going down. Well, I'm making gopher holes throughout this planet and still proceeding as I'm digging through, waiting for the weather to calm the F down. It's it's and it's that's the other thing is that it's got different ways and styles of playing it. You can go and do whatever you want, like however you want to approach something. I, I like that that versatility that allows. There's nothing quite no. like finding a paradise planet, a beautiful, amazing planet, and you you touch down like I'm gonna build a freaking home here. This planet's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then within 10 minutes, you get super hot rain weather and you have to run for your life before you die. Yep. So that's, and that's just so frustrating because you want that plan to be your base. but You can't live there. That's what happened to me. That's not that I was trying to find a base, a place to live, but I was I had jumped systems. I'd run out of hyperjet fuel. I landed on this planet or no, I, I landed on this planet and I'd run out of launch fuel. Yep. Right. And I get out and everything's hunky-dory. I'm running around. I'm trying to find dihydrogen, which is on every planet. But in some planets, it's not nearly as prevalent, right? I'm having a hard time finding this. And all of a sudden, it's like storm incoming. I'm like, okay, I've got a little (laughs) bit of time. No, all of a sudden, like, the temperature ramps up to, like, 150 C. And, like, my my suit is like, and then it's like, all of a sudden, my health starts, I'm like, run for that ship i should have dug in i didn't realize this is the story i should have dug in i didn't realize to dig in by the way so uh for those that are watching the podcast you saw werewolf <laughs> and i making some gestures i just bought it for him yeah i just i, I looked over and saw like a pop-up <laughs> of you know a gift of no man's sky on steam I was like, all right cool thank you i thought you were sending I thought you were sending um, him the scores of the Mariners and the Blue Jays game. It's funny because it popped up while I was researching, and I, I apologize. I did miss like two, three minutes of the conversation. But again, I've not played a ton of this game. So I, I do have a question regarding the weather in this. But I do want to mention, um, oh, you know what? Let's talk about the weather real quick first. Yes. Uh, How is the weather out there? If you build structures, uh, can, do those protect you from the outside weather if you're inside of a structure you've built? If it's fully enclosed, it yes. It yes. depends on the structure. If I if I if I'm remembering right, because I think the base structure is just like carbon wood, whatever. And I have a feeling heat doesn't doesn't get solved with oh, that. Yeah, but, no, it's still it'll still protect you from the elements as long well, as it's enclosed. Mm-hmm. But uh I've built really large buildings, and if it's a bit on the really large side and it's there's not enough walls, mm-hmm. like if it's one big huge cube, think like Amazon warehouse. <laughs> um, some spots can some spots used to glitch and you'd still get hit by the weather, but it's only certain spots. That's uh, actually overall, just like yeah. an Amazon building, actually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just like an Amazon warehouse. You make the it big enough, hit you. You get hit with the two hundred degree noxious a, weather. You have to pee in a. You have to pee in a bottle. Doom. Now that's a survival aspect. Thanks, Bezos. I should touch on why I missed a chunk of the conversation, and it's because I remembered a lawsuit that Hello Games was uh, approached with back after this game came out. I don't know if any of you guys remember this. No. But no, the formula no. they used for procedural generation, known as a super Ooh. formula, uh, they apparently were hit with a lawsuit regarding that because it was owned by a firm in another country. 
or a person. I'm not, I, I can't find specifics on did, this because it's they everything I can steal? find on this is super vague. Did and, they actually steal the algorithm or was it just close enough that it was like, hey, cease and desist because it looks like I, what we're doing? Honestly, I can't find any articles other than Hello Games slapped with a lawsuit over this formula. Like, there's no uh, follow-up to it. I was looking. I couldn't find any. So I don't know how it turned out, if they settled or if is it was it, thrown out or what. Is it subtle or is it Queen versus Vanilla Ice? Well, <laughs> if, it's, if it's settled, there's often a gag order involved with mm, the settlement. Right. So we may Maybe. not ever see it if it was settled. Yeah, it's true. But, like, sometimes, like, if it's settled, you'll at least hear, hey, it was settled. But I can't find yeah. anything other than the Whoopsie initial doodle. articles saying, hey, they're being sued over this formula, which at the time I was like, wow, like Hello, you'd have to Hello be games. It, for ahead. such an elaborate formula to, to steal that verbatim yeah. would yeah. be kind of a dick move, especially when you could change a few things and just, you know, it's alien planets anyway. Who gives a shit? But <laughs> yeah, we don't know what <laughs> they look like. It doesn't have to be accurate. No, so I think I, it's more that they looked at the technology that like the idea of procedurally generating a universe, I can see as another company who tried that in the past saying, Oh, these guys did it. Well, we have a mm-hmm. trademark on procedural universe generation. I can see that being a lawsuit. because uh, like well, the thing from... with No Man's Sky is that they were a lot of companies wanted to do what they've done with procedurally generating these universe and planets, like uh EA or Bioware with Andromeda, no, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. They actually originally wanted to do procedural generation of planets for the new game, but they couldn't pull it off in their engine. So, like, there's huh. very few game companies that have managed to do what Hello Games has done. So, I've Wild. dealt with patents in my previous career, and uh, one of those things that kind of comes up is, you, you wouldn't believe how how frequently toasting bread is patented, Right. <laughs> And because it's like, the greatest thing not, since sliced bread. Yeah, I'm not, but I'm not kidding. Like toasting bread no, is patented all the time, right? And so I That's gotta ridiculous. wonder. The problem is, is like it depends on how detailed the patents are, right? Like if somebody had put in the algorithm and patented the algorithm, we probably wouldn't be talking about it, right? But I, I'm sure that they probably a system designed to do X, right? Yeah. Well, the it's articles like, I was like finding were talking, it, it did seem to point to a fairly simple formula that can be used to describe anything from a star shape to a sphere to whatever. Mm. Like it's called a super formula because it can describe mm. all sorts of things for some reason. And I am not smart enough to understand how that works, but <laughs> that's what <laughs> keeps curious. the planets round and not flat. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, I mean, Wait, it's kind of wild that that happened. Yeah. So it, it just makes you wonder. And We'll probably never get an answer to this or, you know, maybe 30 years from now, somebody will be like, hey, you remember that game? No Man's Sky? This is what happened with that lawsuit. I don't know. (laughs) Gag order order will expire and we'll finally get some details. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The the things you can do, I mean, it's mind blowing because I didn't realize half of the stuff you can do when I started playing this game. Like, I just assumed it was just poke around and look for stuff. But I mean. You saw the 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 rover, the Earth rover. That yeah. there are yeah. the mechs. You can you can walk around on the yeah. robots. Which, by the way, when you walk around the robots in VR, don't because uh, that's where <laughs> no. some flying in space. I don't really? get it, dude. Anything <laughs> on the surface with VR, oh. sicker than a dog. Driving around the rover, like, sicker than a dog. Yeah. It's just some fast movement and then pause yeah. and fast, and you're like, 
Yeah, when you jump, like when you when you use the jetpack to propel yourself up oh, in yeah. VR, mm. your body's like, uh-uh, son, you ain't doing that. And then, <laughs> you know, chunks get blown. You're, but if you're, you're in space, your inner, you're at your, least... Your inner ear doesn't agree. No, yeah. and when you're in space, you're at least, you know, I'm looking around, you know, so it's yeah. not as bad. I can I can handle that for short spurts, but I couldn't believe getting on the freaking... Getting on the ground was worse than flying around in space with that stupid thing on. So there's but a man, tra- is it cool. man's guy where if you do the melee attack and jetpack at the same time, you get like a, a jump forward. It's a really mm-hmm. great way to fly across the surface of planets. You do that in VR and then you fall off the cliff for the first time. You'll never do it ever again. Yep. It's just, it's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, I have a like friend, the sense of scale is, is great. I have a friend that, that mm-hmm. gets sick watching first person shooter games. Like he can't play first person shooter games. He gets sick. I feel that's, that's just a different, different leg. Yeah. I don't know. Like I can get on a boat just fine, but I'll tell you what, putting the thing on for extended periods of time and I'm not standing. If I'm sitting, it's worse too, but this isn't a VR episode. I'm just trying to. Well, yeah, coming back on. really quick. When I, I, what I touched on with elite dangerous is like elite dangerous. You look at the cockpit and you've got like the, the struts and the a arms and whatever. Right. And you put on the headset and all of a sudden they gain depth and you realize that this cockpit isn't like you and the windscreen. It's like you and the windscreen, right? Yeah, 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 or, yeah. Well, windscreen, space screen, right? Right. Non-windscreen. <laughs> I guess air air containment screen. Um, but like you see, like everything kind of gets depth of field, right? And mm-hmm. it, I want to come back. That's how it looks in No Man's Sky. Yes, it does. And I also thought this was really cool. And Jake can back me up on this is when you're in the cockpit and you got that field of death. Like I felt like everything was right in front of me and I mm-hmm. actually hit my hand on the desk a couple times cause I was reaching for the throttle. So I had to back up. But, even, <laughs> but when you look like when you look behind you and I remember saying this to myself, cause I was just uh-huh. looking around the cockpit and there's stuff behind you in the ship. It's not just like just a wall. Like there's yeah. stuff behind you. And I'm like, Wow, there's stuff back here. <laughs> you wouldn't is, see it normally. That is elite dangerous. You get yeah, the ability yeah. to turn around, and there is like a hallway into the ship behind you. Like right. you're like, oh yeah, yeah. It's very much that. Wait, there's 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 more than just like a a blank wall behind me, right? The, the yeah. depth of detail is incredible, and that's how you know it's immersive. Is when you're in a combat yeah. situation and you can look up out your cockpit and see the enemy ship you're trying to reach that's when you get that real vr like oh shit this is amazing yeah there's only a handful of games that do this elite dangerous no man's sky does it there's a couple that do it but it's amazing i think uh star wars star tie fighter is it time no the the squadrons squadrons Squadrons. yes Yes. they have a very similar but those are only the three vr flight simulated games that i have played before and i I use heavy quotes on those because there's more to it than that but uh, the uh, the the no man's sky is and it's just i think it's leaps and bounds better because there's so much more to it than just flying around because there's there's you know getting involved and like i said i sat in my chair for 15 minutes with my stupid headset on just like looking into space sounds like this is making a, a comeback it might need to. I've been trying to get you to put that thing on for months. <laughs> I am not playing Devour. You were you playing play Devour. <laughs> I meant Phasmo, but I'd give you Phasmo, but you should play Devour with me, too. All right. For those that are oh, listening, yeah. I pulled out my VR headset and was showing it. <laughs> so being an active audience here, 
Um, yes. You guys mentioned something earlier that really piqued my interest. The uh, the the horror element in yeah, a I'm interested in that too. Or station, what is this? Explain hey, this Phil, to me. Yes, I Phil want to know. I've not heard this this uh, one. Yeah, so when the game, I haven't seen this. So yeah, it's it's um. So when the game first came out in 2016, space the space stations were pretty much barren. There was very little there. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, but they've been slowly adding more and more stuff on the stations to to do and check out, and they added missions. And then a couple updates ago, they added special missions where you actually go to a derelict freighter. You get coordinates, you go there, and when you're on this derelict freighter, it's like a it's like a Resident Evil or or Dead Space type vibe. Ooh. Is it as deep as those games? Of course not. It's no Man's no. Sky. But you're slowly making your way through the ship, and there's these creepy like elements like on each of these rooms and you're going room by room try not to set off the the uh, creatures from attacking you and it's like a it's like a maze quarter situation it, it's been a while since i've done it but it's got a creepy horror vibe really tough encounters if you don't if you trigger the attacks and at the end of it, you get quite a bit of reward at the end if you get all the way through it's really cool um oh. and it's, it's just a mission on the station so i think you can do it fairly early on but it was very difficult until you get upgraded weapon is from what i remember I, okay. The only space stations I've ever gone on to are kind of the 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 system space stations where you can do yes. trade and missions and whatever. This is this is where this is. Yeah. So on that station, one of the guys. Well, on one of the one of the vendors on that station will I can't. They don't they don't call it horror thing, but they they have special missions for derelict freighters, and then that will help mm. that lead you toward toward one of them. So wow. it's like a whole mission thing. It's really great. I mean, I hope they do that. And expand it and do more with that kind of stuff. Because that's the kind of stuff that, going back to Minecraft for a second, I like Minecraft, but there's no real dungeons. There's dungeons, but they're not real dungeons. They're pretty basic. So Endgame is, end is tacked on to Minecraft, yeah. right? Yeah. So like this derelict freighter stuff, it's like it's it's the adding dungeons to No Man's Sky. This is what it is. And I love it. It's, really, it's a really great vibe. I just wish there's more of it. This may be my my day tomorrow. It might be all There's our days tomorrow. I, I feel watching. like I, I kind of feel like I'm going to have to steal the the kiddos Oculus and uh, <laughs> play it in VR a little bit if my machine can handle that much. Um, Man, yeah. <laughs> I don't have the base stations set up in this room. I may have to set up the base stations. <laughs> so I just plugged all my stuff back in, but I don't feel like getting sick tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, I uh tonight tonight we're watching Hellraiser. If you're watching this later, today is the day that Hellraiser 2022 is being released. It's exactly like No Man's Sky. Perfect yes. reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No Mariners. Actually, well, I was well. about to ask I was about to ask if it was like Event Horizon, but it sounds like it's not. It sounds like it's more like Alien Isolation. Yeah, but more like um, they don't move around the ship. They're just kind of static elements in each room that you're trying to tiptoe around. So it's a okay. little, but kind of like alien, that kind of vibe. Small corridors, room to room, but it's it's a really good atmosphere. What was that and game? That, that atmosphere Evil is like within? this game. Yeah, I don't think I've played Evil, Evil within. within. I have. Yeah, yeah, but but it's like the horror elements are kind of like static to the area. In yes. Evil Within, yeah. if I remember right, right, Chard? Like you go into an area, area, and there's kind of a monster or creepy or something, right? Yeah, it's yeah, mostly in the first one. Like it's kind of a boxed area where there's mm -hmm. a certain amount of enemies. It's like Resident yeah. Evil, honestly, where yeah. you know you're walking and they just kind of 
I don't want to stay. They say they stay in the location, but the game's designed so that they don't they can't leave where they're at. So it's it's kind of similar to that, I guess. Quick segue: Evil Within. I think it's Evil Within has one of the best intros ever. New one's a good game. It's a good series. Anyway. So another game, another topic. Can I can I mention <laughs> that I find the, the the sheer scope of this game at this point? It's pretty massive. Am I correct in stating that? Yes. 18, 18 quintillion planets. <laughs> Is it just me or uh, okay? Who remembers a game called Star Citizen? Yes, I, I yes. remember. Star Not Star out Star yet, right? <laughs> it's still uh, well, in development. It's, yeah, but it's been it in was, development for twelve years. It was kickstarted, and then they released some level of something. Anyway, and it it, it got crowdsourced and private funded. And mm. the game is still in development, and it's weird because it seems like it's splintered off into four different games at this point, which I don't understand. You're right, Jake. Yeah, I'm it just—it seems like No Man's Sky does at least most of what Star Citizen wanted in one package instead of multiple separate packages. I've seen tropes that talk about how Elite Dangerous with its with its updates and. No Man's Sky with its updates are like Star, what Star Citizen should be. <laughs> I've seen those tropes. The difference with Star Citizen, though, is that they wanted to have like the, the first-person shooter aspect of the game be just as deep as Doom or similar. That's what they were mm. trying to do. Whether they do it or not, who knows? I mean, there'll be another 20 years before that game comes out. Um, no Man's Sky has shooting and combat. It has base building. It has cooking and, and farming animals. It has probably a dozen different systems in the game and it's great that they're there but when i say sandbox for those it's kind of like a sandbox but it only goes so deep it's it's kind yeah. of shallow in some of those systems and mm. that's why i say like even the horror of derelict freighters i wish there was more um i'm glad it's there but i wish there was more combat in this game you're mostly fighting the same enemies the sentinels they've yeah, since the added a couple new mobs to the game but it's not really a first person shooter even though there's a fair amount of weapons you can buy and, and add to your tool but it's not quite a first-person shooter. I think Star Citizen wants to take that and go further with it, but they've been in development for so long. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. And a lot of the combat I think takes place in space. Like that's that's where they're kind of your combat bread yeah. and brother butters flying around fighting up space pirates and whatnot. There's there's aggressive creatures that are on the planets. There's the drones that Jake mentioned as well. But and by no means, in my personal opinion, does this feel like an action shooter where you're yeah. like, I'm gonna get my feet, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get my ammunition, and I'm just gonna go out there and just destroy everything. It does not even when you're in combat, unless you're flying around, doesn't feel like that. It's very like, oh, this guy won't stop leaving me alone and blow him away, and then keep farming or keep doing whatever it is you were doing. Yeah. <clears throat> the first time I upgraded my weapon in No Man's Sky, I didn't bother for maybe 20 hours. It was only when I found these eggs on one planet, and when you touch the eggs, creatures come out of the ground and attack you. Yeah, and brutal. I them. So that, that was the, like that was the first time I went back to the station. Yeah, I went straight to the station, got the best weapon I could afford, upgraded it with whatever different shots, and then I went down and took those damn eggs. That was the <laughs> only reason I felt I needed to do you, weapon. buddy. I'm going yeah. to get a new. I'm going to get a new gun. I'll yeah. be back. Yeah. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> you stay right there, egg creatures. I'll I want eggs. <laughs> worth a lot of money man it's good yeah, ooh, ooh you guy mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but there, I mean, there's still yeah. a lot to learn from, from playing. I mean, I, I, it's not like I'm an experienced or aficionado of this at all by any stretch of the imagination, but I mean, there's like ships you can buy that are on other planets and you can trade for stuff and you can, yeah. once I'm, you understand the actual, like the anomaly where you can go and get all your purchased, yeah. your items and whatnot, there's just so much. And the, the one thing that was mildly bothersome to me was the lack of, I don't want to say direction, but direction, the lack yeah. of like, what am I even doing? If it wasn't for Jake, I don't think I'd ever get off the planet. Cause I was like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not a smart man. So you can't so be left the, to my own devices to find these things. The <clears throat> quest system, since I started it, you know, a week and a half ago. And from what I understand, they've even in this update, they've actually, uh, they've actually updated the, 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 in the start game quest system, they did. but the quest system has given me a lot of direction. So that is better. Hmm. That is better for sure. But there is still a lot of like, even though the quest is like, Hey, go try this thing or go do, go, go triangulate your position. I'm like, why? <laughs> and so I mean, there is yeah. a level of that. And don't get me wrong. It wasn't like a deal breaker. It was just kind of like, yeah. I have a very, when I play sandboxes, when I play GTA, when I play red dead redemption, I have a really hard time like focusing on one task because there's a lot of shiny moments flying around, <laughs> running around, doing whatever. This game has a ton of shiny moments because I'll be walking. I'll be like, oh, look, there's a cache over here. I should probably break in and see what's in here. Oh, look, I need these items to make my ship fly. Oh, look, there's blah, blah, blah. Oh, look. Oh, look shiny squirrel there's a lot of those experiences where i'm like i just it's not good for someone that is easily distracted by things so the add when, effect is is poor yeah yeah it's it's not easy to you know and i i don't believe myself to be add or adhd or any of that stuff i could very possibly be but um after describing this episode i'll probably be diagnosed as one but <laughs> I, like at least like i've been meaning to talk to you yeah. <laughs> Meds are in the mail. I just, like kind of narrow, narrow my, my path at first. And then, and then let me go tell me how to get better weapons. Tell me how to upgrade my ship or make it cool and customize it. Tell me how to do all that stuff instead of having me go, Oh, I just found this thing lying around. Oh, it's the greatest thing for my suit environmental stuff. I can build a better suit environmental no one told me I could do that. Like Jake said, what, how many hours in before you upgraded your weapon until you yeah. found out you needed it? I mean, tell me that stuff in advance, or at least like, let me get C class stuff or B class stuff. And then we can start hunting for the S class things. Like one of the things so, they changed in this update. Sorry. Well, yeah. real quick is um, there's a thing called signal booster. It's like one of the equipment you can build and put on a planet. They don't really tell you what it's for originally. But one of the things you use it for is you can you can use it to find, uh, I guess, drop pods on your map. And then you go to that drop pod because you'll have a waypoint Spoilers. now. No, it's fine. When you go to the drop pod that's on your map, you can use it to buy uh, inventory space in your suit. That's what it's for. So when you want that more That would have been nice to freaking know. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't tell you that, right? They don't oh, tell you that. Oh, I didn't so, even know I could increase my my inventory and i hate inventory management it was yeah. i was gonna talk about how inventory management sucks in this game yeah it's rough at first oh, oh. oh my audio uh, cut out no you're uh -oh. we can hear you i can hear you Weird. Yeah. anyway wolf what, what were you gonna say wolf while jake's dealing with his audio oh did we lose wolf i he's frozen no I'm here there you are 
Yeah, yeah okay. I see you. What were you going to say, Wolf? Yeah. My audio dropped off. I apologize. Um, I had to turn off my headphones and turn it back on to get it back. Um, okay. Oh, with bases, um, is there a purpose to base building? Does it serve a larger purpose than this is my place and I've built it? What? Um, not yes. that I have found so far. Well, other than storage, because, okay, we're past 10 minutes. Fuck inventory management in this game. <laughs> And I basically, yeah. the minute I had a storage box, I'm like, build that son of a bitch. <laughs> and let's, And so, like, literally my base is like, I need to get out of the elements, which is rare, on my home planet. Or I need to go put some shit away so I have some space to, like, add stuff. And every upgrade takes a space! Yep. Also, uh, yeah, all the inanimate carbon objects that I keep digging up uh, through the dirt when I'm trying to get how much. Yeah. I can't tell you how much like ferrite dust I have dropped. And every time I drop it, like later, I'm like, boy, that'd be nice to build some metal plates. Right. <laughs> so that's what you build refineries for, right? You can build different size refineries mm -hmm. and you can actually, some people you can, I think there's a way you can automate it to be like a mini factory with chaining them together, mm -hmm. but you can take resources and condense it down to a, a secondary resource as a way of storing stuff. And like, it was a, it's, I'm going to use like ferrite and it's pure ferrite. And then pure yeah. ferrite turns into something else and it takes less space up. So that's what you're kind of meant to do. And you can do that in your base. I got, when I get into this game heavy, I'll have multiple refineries in a building and then you get in storage. Like you said, you have your teleport portal thing. You have your farm stuff to make food. Like there's all kinds of stuff you can put into a base again, not too exhaustive, but there's definitely stuff you can do with a base. But the big one is your research computer, right? And that's how you, that, and they, they explain it a little bit now in the game now, mm -hmm tutorial yeah. where you're meant to dig up those those modules and then get research with your research and then you unlock yeah. a few things to build but it's there not always quest, clear there are quest yeah. paths that basically push you to go back to your research computer and yeah. do another thing mm -hmm. yeah you can also learn mm -hmm. languages out like when you see yeah. those little cylinders with the circles I'm just, in them i'm just yeah. working on languages now yep so yeah that's pretty cool. But the tele the telepad, like you could essentially never fly your ship. I mean, unless you want to fly yeah. around space and whatnot, you can literally just stay on one planet, build a telepad, and then pop in and out of whatever anomalies in the area. You know, as within, long within as it region. has, because each planet has different resources, right? As a, and so, yeah, if you are on a good planet, and most, from what I've seen, the starting planets, it tends to pick fairly rich planets as your starting planets, right? <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> disagree well disagree. you haven't played you haven't played recently though and so no, this is recently. yeah yeah and so like my home planet uh i don't have uranium but i have the aspects to be able to refine to to like hyperspace fuel i do have that aspect so i think it gives you at least on your home planets most of the time it gives you a path to at least getting your spaceship, you know, out in space and, and to another planet or to another galaxy. And half yeah. the fun is flying around seeing the planets. I mean, honestly, oh, that's sure. that's <laughs> a big, big, big yeah. turn on for me. So now, thank God for the teleporter. Oh, thank God for the teleporter. Because <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how many times I end up in another system, and I'm like, I either have to go refine hyperspace fuel, or I'm just going to go to that space station and use the damn teleporter. You know, do you have a freighter so, to a star or no? Not not yet. I think I have the okay. ability now to purchase one, but I'm still like sub hundred thousand credits. 
So, because the um, the freighter will let you warp. I found it easier, and it goes farther. If I remember, mm. and I just used to make the fuel in bulk and leave it on the freighter, so I'd have to worry about carrying it. So I would just make it in bulk and always have it, and then just warp with the freighter. And I found that easier to move around. That's how I explored a lot of different plants quickly. Freighter was my high school nickname. I'm sure. <laughs> I was going to say I remember when I was poor. <laughs> uh, getting all awesome. sorts of uh starter tips here yeah, yeah definitely i mean <laughs> and and you're gonna get some and uh, you're gonna get some good things laid out and once you get on the planet i think it's you're gonna be like oh okay i didn't have to worry about all the finding where everything is or looking for whatever parts you need and stuff it's you'll have a actually it's a it's a good point because Jake, you, you talked to me about this and I think MP or at least on discord or something, but if you start a new game, go through the main quest until you get to the point where you can, um, you know, trying to not to give spoilers here, but to the point that you can call the anomaly spaceport, the space anomaly at will after that, like, yeah, there's a lot of quest after it, but that really unlocks the majority of the game. Yeah, that's like the multiplayer hub, basically, as well. I haven't really done much in the way of multiplayer, but a lot of vendors and information is in the anomaly. But um, like once you have that, you can there's it's called the Atlas Path. And mm -hmm. whether you do it or not, you don't have to. It's completely optional, right? Like it's one of those games where you just set your own goals. Like I did have the goal of finding the perfect planet I could build a racetrack on because you get the the rovers and the motorcycle thing that really they go freaking fast. So I wanted to build a racetrack. I wanted the perfect planet for it. So that was my goal for the longest time. But you can do whatever you want in this game. And that's so great that this is a game where it's just the Zen-like chill, do whatever the hell you want. Right. If you want combat, it's there. If you want to build like Minecraft, it's there. But otherwise just explore planets and relax. It's great. I, you can also go to the anomaly and get the I one is really bad because you see a lot of other players like cool spaceships uh -huh. and yeah. costumes and and skins and stuff and you're like damn I want that. There's you organic spaceships you going. now and yeah it's crazy stuff now. There's a lot of stuff in it. Um, honestly, um, I'm going to probably be playing this a good portion of tomorrow just because like I, I it, it is addictive. It is addictive. It is. It is very yeah. addictive. I actually had to turn. I had to install, like much like Jake had to uninstall mine, so I can get some of the things done. Because it's just <laughs> you just it, you get buried in it and you can't stop because because you just keep looking for stuff and you get that shiny moment. It's the exact thing. It's a whole squirrel thing where you're like, okay, I'm going to do these couple things. And I'm going to call it a night, and then it's you know 4 a.m. and you're like, oh, what was I doing two hours ago? Oh yeah, I was I literally. Oh. yeah i gotta go back and get the rest of that i didn't finish what i was doing but uh -huh. i got a giant base to work with you know it's <laughs> you just keep getting sucked into so many different things you can do because there's too much stuff it's it's like yeah. it's like am pm there's just too much good stuff <laughs> or you say sponsored well. um i was gonna <laughs> ask uh do planets have satellites that you can also explore and land on not that i've seen not that oh. i've seen either. Yeah, like you're moons. talking like moons and stuff. No, not yes. that I've no. seen. No. Huh. Okay. Yeah. There's um, in each in each galaxy not, not so far. Correct me if I'm wrong, but each galaxy I've explored has a base or has a space station. So there is yeah. a space station in each mm -hmm. galaxy, but okay. it's not it's not tied. It's not circling any like it. Well, maybe it's circling a planet, but it 
it no, feels like it's just kind of unfortunately. out in the space, out in space, right? But there's yeah. within each like galaxy you show up at, there's there's like an estimated like two planets to like five planets or something yeah. you can or, you can or go in between. Oh, maybe more. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I from I've what seen I've seen, there's like I always see there's like four four planets together where I can be like you can scan them while you're flying and be like yeah. this one looks good and it'll have stuff like toxic planet, uh, vegetation planet. Perfect planet, low oxygen, water planet. It'll give you, like, when you scan it, it'll give you an idea. So, you, if you're like, oh, I want to land here and check it out, maybe build my base here or go and farm whatever's there because it'll tell you, like, the minerals that you'll more likely find there. That's not to say that's the only thing you'll find there, but they're in abundance there. So, it can make it a little bit easier for when you start out if you're farming for a specific thing. You can, I'm going to warn you. I'm going to warn you when there's a planet that says high sentinel activity. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't be go careful. There. Be careful. I mean, you can if you want to. If you <laughs> yes. want to shoot them down, because when you're flying around planets too, not only in space does your stuff work. Oh, they but follow you. You, you can you can <laughs> yeah. fly and shoot them down with your 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 spaceship. You don't have to just get out and start blasting them. You can well, you can hit them with some space. rockets if you want to. They'll follow yeah. you into space too. They will. Like, uh, they yeah. will. But if you're faster than them, which you should be. <laughs> yeah. um, another question I had. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jake. Go ahead. I was just say some of the planets just like th- there's different colored stars, like suns, and that mm-hmm. also affects the types of planets you find. Mm-hmm. The closer to the center of the galaxy you get, the weirder they get. Like there's um unstable plants, I think it is, is one of them. Yeah. Or the one I found was just a barren wasteland, except for these floating like metallic rings. And some of them were sentient moving around and some of them were actually resources you harvested. But it was the weirdest thing. Like huh. you look at the, some of the videos and trailers and you see a lot of like normal looking alien planets, but there's some <laughs> weird, strange normal. stuff in this game. Yeah. Normal, you know, but like the bubbles and <laughs> gears flying and just, it's a lot of really crazy variety. One was a planet full of hexagons, just hexagons <laughs> everywhere. It was the weirdest thing. It makes no sense. Have, and have, you, guys been to, right? have you guys been to the hexagon planet? Damn, that place is awesome. <laughs> I've been to, isn't it like Hexagon, Nebraska? Yes. Uh-huh. I hear they Man, have a lot the, of six there. <laughs> <laughs> and the strip joints. Wow. <laughs> Number of the beast. <laughs> that lady had so many sides. Mm. <laughs> I got so many uh, sides. I don't know which one's a bad one. So is the freighter the biggest transport you can get your hands on? Is there bigger? What's the biggest thing you can buy that travels through space? So the freighter is more like a mobile base. I think, yeah, Jeff and chat said it best. It's your mobile base of operations and you can, okay. you can build on it. You construct on it storage and you can oh, have okay. it move between systems in terms of like ships. You actually fly. Um, there are like cargo ships that are quite large, but they're still like one person crafts, really. Yeah. Mm. I think but the freighter, defended... you, could, you said you can make the freighter bigger. Um, it's, it's, it's on the outside, it's the same size, but inside of it, you can actually construct rooms and customize yeah. the rooms like a mini base. TARDIS. It's a TARDIS. Kind of. It's bigger say. on the inside. <laughs> but like you can actually go outside on the, on the edge of your, like they actually added in la- uh, two patches ago or last update. The ability to go to this like observation deck, so you can actually step mm. outside your freighter on the deck of it, like look outside in space. It's it's wild to see, but yeah, there's, wow. there's a lot of stuff with the freighter, and there's there's Guys, crew on it that you talk to, and there's vendors and stuff. 
we missed an opportunity. We've offended Star Wars, Star Trek, Firefly fans. We haven't offended Doctor Who fans yet. I tried, but it didn't really yeah. go there. Doctor Who? <laughs> who? Doctor Who? Doctor what? Doctor Pepper? <laughs> Doctor what? Doctor what? It's the knockoff version. It's the, it's the Mr. It's the Mr. Pib of Doctor Who. The like Doctor Thunder. <laughs> wow. Yeah, anything gives you kidney stones and overabundance. <laughs> Go Mariners. You're killing me. Uh, yeah, skeet shooting, man. They're they're Mariners. Go. Skeet surfing. That Is... reminds me of uh Top Secret. It's a great movie. Random question. You talked about yeah. building a racetrack on a planet. <laughs> Is the freighter big enough to build a racetrack? <laughs> Um, you can't put, I don't think you can use your vehicles on the freighter, ah. although I haven't, I haven't tried, but, uh, you, I don't think you can, you can only park your ship in it, but That's I don't it. think you can get any other vehicles. Uninstalling Wolf. Don't accept that <laughs> gift. Send it back. Let's go. <laughs> Decline. Game's trash. Yeah. Game's trash. I mean, I'm just, pile of garbage. since I know so little about this game, I'm just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall right now. Absolutely. With my questions. Absolutely. Honestly, <laughs> the questions you're asking are all fairly legitimate questions to be asking. Yes. It's not like you're just like, <laughs> what's the weirdest thing I could ask? Because the que- the answer might very possibly be, yeah, you can do that. Well, because I, I do play games in an unusual manner sometimes. And with a game like this, I'm sure I'm going to find all sorts of things like, you know, probably not a lot of people play the game this way. I I won't venture to say I'll be the first to play the game the way I do, not by a long shot. But I would venture to say that probably no more than maybe 10 to 15 percent of players are going to play the way I do, because I just I find weird ways to play games. I always have. <laughs> well, if yeah. I'm not wrong, you can build a, a teleporter on your freighter, I think. So if you didn't want yeah, to build a, a base on a planet right away, you just want to use your freighter as a mobile base. You totally could do that. Okay, so like there's just... actually a mission thing on the freighter where you can actually recruit other freighters to be part of your fleet and send them off on little mini resource missions. So like you could spend a lot of time on your freighter if that's what you wanted to do. Did you just tunic break my brain? Did you just throwing a teleporter on your freighter? Does your freighter come along with you when you teleport like your spaceship? Does your freighter teleport into its own teleport? I think you if you're on a planet and you teleport to another planet there's an option to call your freighter fleet to the planet you're on. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. It lets you pick where it shows up in the sky. You see it in the, in the atmosphere on the planet, from the planet. It's really cool. Okay. So it's not this like sucking into itself. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't you know, fold mechanism. space no. into itself. No, yeah. <laughs> it does warp though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a good awesome. game. It's, it's a fun game and you guys have yet again, I got an itch. I probably have to scratch at some point this weekend. Well, I Even saw. Though it's wow. I saw Brother of Sin in chat on YouTube a little bit ago. I'm going to pressure him because I do want to try this multiplayer, Brother of Sin. Get get yourself the space anomaly where you can call it, and let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know how that is. I'm I'm curious how the multiplayer works. I think it's four well, players. I was no man to say, cancel. After, afterwards, we can have no man to or press B to sky. We can have a press, press B. B to sky. Press, press no B to man's man. B. Press press B to man cancel. <laughs> I ain't pressing no man's B. Exactly. <laughs> Look how and animated that, you were about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those that are listening to this later, um, go to YouTube. Watch me flail. Also, hey, no man. Press B to no cancel. Man's B, com. 
pressbeatacancel.com. All of our links are there. Discord, YouTube, everything. Go there, join us, subscribe, all that stuff. Yeah, Press please. E if the flamethrower. Yes. If you're watching us on YouTube, please click the like button and hit subscribe, especially that like button. Uh, it does help, actually, surprisingly, no, as we try and Jake, hack this algorithm. You don't, you don't press the like button. You smash that like button. Smash the, right. smash the like button. Hit the bell. All that <laughs> yeah. other crap, but it does All help. of the things. All smash of it. the things. And, and you know, word of mouth goes a long way. Please share. Yes, Please share, for sure. True. Yeah. There, I'm you done. Know what else? I'm done, uh, uh, you know shilling for ourselves <laughs> you and else you know what else got smashed today blue jays by the mayor no. let's go oh okay. my god let's you and go. your football knowledge okay look it's fine the jays look, made the soccer, we'll be good. soccer's fine but you gotta talk about it all the time yep <laughs> yes i do after 22 years i'm gonna talk about it as much as i want all right well um I think we've I think we've kind of touched on a lot of everything. Any points that anybody has pressing that they want to pressing press B? Any points that they want to press B on? I, I'll just start with this. Take anything that you have heard about the previous iterations of this game and throw them out the window because it is mar- far better, a much better game than it was when it first hit the hit the hit the streets. Um, so give it a shot. Try it out. And and going with an I wouldn't say I'd say going with an open mind as if it could be bad, but it's more or less going with an open mind on the ability of things you're going to be able to do, because there's quite a bit. There's quite a bit. Yeah, I'm don't be afraid to open to... up a wiki for this game. Yeah, because like oh, there's yeah. a lot of game that doesn't is not explained to you. So if there's something you see in the game you don't understand, go look it up. You're not ruining anything, honestly. Like lore and plot is not it, there is some in the game, but don't worry about it. Focus on learning how to play the game because it does not always handhold you at all but as oh. game. and it is confusing at times now from what i understand this latest patch has refined early game you can uh, actually disable the tutorial if you are like me and you restart every six months like a moron <laughs> you can now <laughs> skip the tutorial entirely or nice. if you want you can go to a save and adjust the difficulty settings like for me personally I, this morning I turned off the uh, fuel cost for the mining laser, and it's already an infinitely better game for me because <laughs> I, I thought that was one thing I didn't like about this game. Yeah, the grinding in this game I did not care for. I love building and crafting, but I don't want to spend three hours harvesting carbon. And this lets you alleviate some of that, and it's awesome. It, it really is awesome. Also, for those that pick it up on Switch, come to our Discord or comment. Let us know what you think. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to pick it up for Switch yet, but if it has enough uh, Switch goodness, having a portable version may be awesome. Let us know. Or just get a Steam Deck. Problem solved. This is true. <laughs> You're buying. I'll is take it, one. Is it is it certified for Steam Deck? Oh, I don't um, know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. It probably is, because you could I run it. I would be shocked if it wasn't, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Do they list on the Steam store page if it is or not? They have it. I know that there's only certain games on there, but from everything I've seen, you see stuff like uh, it says recently verified No Man's Sky. Yeah, and uh, that's another call out. Steam Deck is no longer pre uh, pre order or pre whatever. It is purchased outright. They will ship within one to two weeks, I think. Merry Christmas to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. My wife's got all the links. I sent them over to her. I was wanting to get that loop deck, but hmm. 
Well, loop deck's you know, life loop changer. Deck. That's another story, but loop, loop deck's life changer. Loop deck is like <laughs> half the price of the best Steam deck. So, you know, decisions, ah, decisions. He's not wrong. But I'll tell you what, this loop deck, we'll talk about it sometime. It's cool. <laughs> or you just come we over to have... my place and I show it off to you. It's simple as we that. We should actually do a streaming episode where we discuss, we discuss streaming and what we've been through for it. Well, well I miss less... Jake talking about uh, Lee on board. There you go. <laughs> right. It's better than it's better than Char talking about the Mariners for an entire episode. Go Mariners! You know, right. I know, I know, hockey is good, but come on, hockey's great, but the Mariners are greater. <laughs> All right, anything else, gentlemen, or are we good here? Uh, I'm good. I, I think we've covered a lot. There's too much to really like dig deep in this game. We could we could get lost in a black hole ha, uh, in, in something <laughs> like this. So uh, just try it out and find and maybe one day when we've played a little bit more amongst ourselves, we can be like, oh, look at all these other things. And in the next three months, there'll be undoubtedly another update of patch of some kind that's super cool. And we can talk about it then. But there's just too yeah. much, too much to really discuss without just scratching the surface there's a lot of things in this game there are black holes in this game there are, there are. yeah there are okay all right well um let me go the rounds let's see jake where can people find you and what are you up to uh mostly find me on twitter occasionally on tiktok and i have a couple of videos up on youtube so check me out there sick jake s-i-c-j-a-k-e wolf Ronaldo. where can people find you and what are you what are you up to <laughs> Mostly here. Uh, hopefully I can get around to that YouTube channel sooner than later. Uh, we are getting the kiddos school a little bit more streamlined lately. So it uh, frees up a little more time for me. So yay. And Chard Monk, I guess we got to ask you. you. You don't have to ask me nothing, but you can find me in all kinds of locations, uh, Twitch, YouTube, here, of course. Currently, uh, I have a green screen behind me simulating my room because I'm standing on top of the Space Needle, screaming my lungs out, go Mariners. Um, <laughs> but yes, we're doing a bunch of scary games over in the old Twitch box this uh, this coming year. We just finished Madison, which was a spectacular game, and we started up Outlast. So if you like to see me poop myself on stream, Trust me, it's all toss associated. Uh, you're, you're, come on by, check us out, hang out. You'll see Sinistar making fun of me, usually. <laughs> yeah, you can find me chatting in Chard Mug's chat, <laughs> giving him a hard time. Uh, I have actually agreed that I will do at least one uh, Sisyphean stream this, uh, this month, probably this coming Monday, which would be uh, whatever, October, what's this Monday? 16th October 10th. 10th. I'm thinking the following weekend. And then at some point I too will be doing a scary game. I mentioned outlast, although uh, I'm, I don't think I'm as scared of outlast as I used to be. So maybe something that that scares (laughs) me a little bit more. We'll see. Uh, But uh, yeah, twitch.tv slash sinistar 77. And I know we're going to try and do a couple horror themed episodes of press B this month as well. We got a couple of ideas lined up. So special, special, special guests that many people know. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Werewolf, do you have a takeout for us? Space. Fancy space. Perfect. Perfect. We brought in portal. We're affording, we're, we're, uh, uh, offending the portal people. (laughs) Full circle. Excellent. Thanks, everybody. everybody. I got a way to close this. Go Mariners! Let's go! Yet.
Nashville.